Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, and welcome to the podcast today. Today, I'm going to be talking about three mistakes that I see happen all the time during sleep training. Now, I don't mean to say these things because you're doing something wrong. I'm just going to share these things because I see it so often and I want you to know that it doesn't have to be this way, that you can change these things to improve your sleep, to improve your baby's sleep. So if you are doing any of these things, if these sound familiar to you, then hopefully it'll be helpful. Hopefully you can stop these things right away and move forward on your sleep training journey. So the number one thing that I see all the time is giving up. People give up so quickly and so close to the end. It's not even funny. I can literally see the light at the end of the tunnel and they say, oh, it just wasn't working. So I quit. And when I run through the entire situation, I'm like, oh my gosh, you were so close. You literally had to tweak one more thing and wait one more week and you would be sleeping 12 hours. I want you to know that sleep training is a journey. I say this all the time. It is a process. It is a journey and it takes time. It is not an overnight fix. I will have parents come to me and say, well, I let them cry one time and it didn't really work. So I gave up on that. And I say, okay, well, how long did you do that? Like one night, three nights a week. And they say, well, we just tried it one night and it got worse. So we didn't try it again. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) I'm glad you tried it one night, but you have to try everything for a week. No matter what you are doing in sleep training, try it for an entire week. If nothing is working, if nothing has changed, don't give up. Reassess the situation. See what small changes you can make and implement those changes and try that again for another week. Again, it is a process. And sometimes with different babies, it might be trial and error and that's okay. What works for one might not always work for the other. That's why when people have, you know, more than one kid, they say, oh, I thought I had it all figured out. And then I had another one. And that (laughs) could not be more true. So even if you've tried something and you feel like it worked for one baby, it's not working for the other, don't give up. Don't mean this is the end of the tunnel. It's not going to work. We're over it. We quit. No, try something else and keep going. Do not give up ever, ever, ever. I see a lot of people give up after a few days and that's when I kind of lose my mind because I'm like, okay, that is not even kind of A for effort. But if you feel like you have given it your all, if you have tried everything for a full week and nothing's changing, reassess, make changes, and then try again. But keep going. Do not give up because I genuinely believe that every single baby can learn how to sleep. I really, really, really do. I know that every baby can learn how to sleep. Every single healthy growing baby can learn how to sleep Some might need a little more help than others, and that's okay, but everybody can learn how to sleep. So don't give up. Keep going. Again, that is the number one mistake I see all the time is people giving up. The second mistake I see all the time is parents mistaking a sleep regression for hunger or that their baby just forgot how to sleep. So this is why I walk through every single sleep regression in my sleep regressions guide. This is why I talk about sleep regressions, especially that 12-month regression when your baby starts boycotting the second nap. 
people will think, oh, well, my baby's 12 months and they don't want to take the second nap anymore. I think it's time to move to one nap. Absolutely not. It is not time to move to one nap. (laughs) 12 months is too young to move to one nap. This happens so often where parents just think, well, it's time to drop a nap. It's time to move bedtime later. It's time to start feeding my baby in the night, even though they weren't eating in the night because all of a sudden they're waking up. No. Sleep regressions are developmental milestones that may or may not interrupt your baby's sleep. And when they do, it is so important that you know what's happening, you know why it's happening, so that you can get through it. Please, please, please educate yourself on sleep regressions. I have a sleep regressions guide. I will do a podcast episode on sleep regressions, but educate yourself on sleep regressions so when they happen, because they will, you know exactly what's happening and you don't create any new unnecessary habits. If your baby suddenly starts waking up at four months and they've been sleeping 12 hours up until this point, it's the four month regression. That doesn't mean your baby forgot how to sleep. It doesn't mean your baby is suddenly waking up hungry. It simply means they are going through a big developmental milestone and they will get through it. So don't create any new unnecessary habits. Just educate yourself on these sleep regressions. Because again, they are going to come. They will happen. Stopping sleep regressions is like trying to stop your baby from getting teeth. It's just not possible. It's part of growing. It's part of developing. If you know what's coming, it will not feel overwhelming and it will not completely derail you, your mental health, and your baby's sleep. Okay? So educate yourself. Understand how they work. Understand when they work so that you do not mistake them for sudden hunger or think that all of a sudden your baby just forgot how to sleep. Okay, and number three, trying too many things at once. Now, I could talk, I could talk about this forever, but as always, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Trying too many things at once could mean so many things. One, it could mean that you are trying to drop a nap and drop a feed and move bedtime up and transition to a crib and put your baby in their own room. Like that is a lot at once. And sometimes people try to do all of those things at once. And I highly recommend doing one thing at a time. That is why my method is broken down into four simple steps so that you are not doing so many things at one time. If you are doing a bunch of different things at one time, trying to figure out how to get your baby to sleep, it is very confusing for them. So I recommend trying one thing at a time. So move your baby to their crib first. Then once they're comfortable in their own bed, then you can focus on transitioning your baby out of a swaddle if that's where you are. If you're trying to move to a four-hour schedule and you're also trying to move bedtime up, choose one. I like to move bedtime up first and then transition to a four-hour schedule. So these are the things that people try to pair together and it can be really overwhelming for both you and your baby. So choose one thing Focus on that. When your baby learns how to do that one new skill, then move on to the next. Okay, and I said I could talk about this in so many different ways. So that is when I am referring to trying a lot of different skills at one time. Another thing I see a lot of people trying to do too many things at once is they try to apply so many different methods at once. They will Google how to get my baby to sleep and they will read one thing from one page and something from another page and then they'll listen to my podcast with a tip from something and then they'll find something on Instagram and they're just trying to apply so many different methods at one time that there is no consistency. And when there's no consistency, there's no results. Okay, so if you are trying different methods at one time, it is going to be very hard for your baby to actually learn how to sleep. So decide on one method, one plan, 
and stick to that one method for a full seven to 10 days. Do not change it up. (laughs) Do not change your mind in the middle of it because it gets very confusing and you want to make sure that you see whatever you're trying. You want to see it through because you need to gather data. You want to know if it actually is going to work or if it's not going to work for your baby and you won't know until you actually try. So choose one, come up with one plan and stick to it and see what happens. Again, if, if you find that that's not working for you, that's okay. Try something else, but you have to give it a full seven to 10 days with one, 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 one method, one plan. And I guess kind of the third category I want to talk about with trying too many things at once is referring to baby products. Now, I say it all the time that it is not about the things, it's about the skill. So trying the latest and greatest baby product out there is not actually going to make your baby sleep. Teaching your baby the skill of sleep is what's going to teach your baby how to sleep. So I will have parents come and say, you know what? I tried 10 different pacifiers. We got a new crib mattress. We tried this weighted sleep sack and then we tried this other sleep sack and then we tried this type of swaddle and they're just trying so many baby products because they think that one of these is going to be the magic thing that makes their baby sleep. And this is what I tell them. Choose one. Choose one product, choose one swaddle, choose one binky, choose one crib mattress, choose one of whatever you want and stick with that. There is no need to keep changing it up. Your baby will adjust to whatever product you choose. So don't feel like you have to go out and get the most expensive products out there because your baby is going to do just fine with the most basic products. Okay, your baby doesn't need all of these new products. Your baby needs to learn the skill of sleep. So if you're trying this $40 pacifier and your baby just won't take it, and so then you try another one and another one and another one and another one, it's very confusing for them. They are not going to get used to this pacifier if you keep changing it. So choose one. I just like to choose the Avent ones because I think they're cute. Choose one, stick it in your baby's mouth, and if they spit it out a million times, it's okay. Keep trying it, keep trying it, keep trying it, but don't keep switching it up. If you have given it a full seven to 10 days, I mean, newborns, sometimes they take a couple months to take a pacifier. So if you really want to stick with one and you have a newborn, give it three or four months. But if you feel like, you know what, I have tried this for a full seven to 10 days. It's just not working. That's okay. Change up the pacifier and try the new one for the next seven to 10 days. But don't offer three different pacifiers in one day in hopes that they might take one and, oh, this one's not working. This one's not working. This one's not working. Stick to a product and give it a full try. Give it all your effort and see what happens. Same with swaddles. Same with sleep sacks. Just pick one and stick with it. You don't need to keep switching the sleep sack, switching the swaddle, and hoping that it makes your baby sleep. Because again, it is confusing for your baby when things keep changing. I think the overall message for the biggest mistakes that I see in sleep training is the lack of consistency. Give up, people giving up because they haven't tried long enough. People adding new habits in when a sleep regression hits because they haven't consistently tried to get through it without changing anything. Trying too many products, people have not consistently tried one product long enough to see if their baby actually might adjust to liking it. So while I have broken this down into three different mistakes that I see people making, I think overall, The theme is that consistency is key. Consistency will bring 
results. So stay consistent, keep going, and you're doing an amazing job. Thanks so much for being here. I'll see you next time. If you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to thesleepfairyway.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleepfairy. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.